Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Crothy. And I'm Paul Burkhart. What up, Big Pimp? <laughs> How you doing, buddy? Not great. Uh, <laughs> we have... Uh, we've done the Elden Ring Roundtable two-parter, the two of our favorite people. And now, uh, where do we go from here, as they say in the fucking Buffy musical episode? Um, so been a little while since we've just you know talked about a random collection of video game shit that's been going on so i kind of figured that's what we'll do this episode sounds good to me there's been some some news yeah uh, since we recorded last so there's stuff to talk about yeah I, i guess um i guess the most recent bit of news uh disappointing news is that starfield is delayed yeah, pretty pretty bummed. Redfall too, but I was definitely not as in on Redfall as I am on Starfield. Yeah, Redfall was one of those games that I know we would have tried, and I know we still will. We'll try out for a weekend when it hits mm-hmm. Game Pass, and if we dig it, you know, I could see us playing it. But like, it wasn't a game where I was like, "Oh man, put it on the release calendar." I'm sure looking forward to this shit, you know. Right. <laughs> Starfield is just- a is a bummer because like it was seemingly the big xbox exclusive for the year and now the it does not look like they really got one for this year yeah both that and redfall i think they were banking on pretty heavily and uh yeah uh, yeah it just it just really sucks for for microsoft man i mean they were supposed to have um halo when it (laughs) launched and yeah. that, you know, rightfully got delayed. I'm not, I'm not, first of all, I'm not complaining about delays. We both talk about this. Delays happen. That shit never bothers me. I'd rather yeah. them delay it and get it right than um, push it out the door too early a la Cyberpunk or, or countless any, other games. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm lots of them. I'm totally with you on that, buddy. Like, a, a delay is a bummer. Like, I'm definitely bummed because, I mean, in, unless something is just not popping into my head, there's not a, a ton of huge releases that I'm looking forward to this year, right? So, like, you know, it, it's the year sort of kicked off with Elden Ring. I squeezed mm-hmm. the juice out of that game. Not as much as, like, 
you guys. Ooh. No, you haven't, my friend. <laughs> no, but you know, like I, I, man, 123 hours. That's a decent amount of time. That's pretty to put good. In the game. Yeah, I would say that. That's respectable. Um, and well, then, like us, us from us. you know, um, the the end of the year. It seems like sort of from the end of September slash beginning of October to December is when you get like your next wave of big games, right? And Starfield was the one that kind of uh was the banner title that I was looking forward to. I've been looking forward to Starfield since they announced it. Like Same here, man. <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah, and and Very like excited. look, if delaying it means we get a better product, it means they're not like mentally and physically torturing their employees to get this game out at an unrealistic release exactly. date, then I'm totally fine with it. But man, like come on, Xbox, like Yeah, well, and you know Yeah, there's Go for it. There's 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 a couple of things that that bum me out about it. Uh, well, one thing is the fact that if they're delaying it, and th this is a Bethesda game, who Bethesda games are known for their jank anyway, right? So this game has to be in still some pretty rough shape if they're delaying it. Yeah. So that is a bummer, but we'll get there. The other thing is just that's so annoying is they put the date on it. And we've got to stop doing that in the industry, man. We've got to stop putting dates this on games unless you're like rock solid, 100% sure, which they said at the time they were. But I was like, eh, come on, man. Yeah. And uh, we've seen reports now from Jason Schreier saying that <clears throat> the programmers on the game, when they heard that date announced, were like, what? No yeah. freaking way we're getting that done by then, you know? So I don't know. It's, it's, it's this ugly co-mingling of the shareholders and the higher-ups wanting a return on their profits no matter what the cost yeah and, and it like, kind of sucks and like i'm with you man like is it is it necessary to put out the release date for starfield a year and a half out or whenever it was because it was around e3 last year right when they right. showed mm -hmm. that first trailer and and release the date. Uh, I'm pretty sure we even talked about it on this very show, right? So, it, is it necessary to to have a release date? And like, I know, like having it be what was it, eleven, eleven, twenty two? Like that's a real attractive, really marketable release date right. that everybody will remember. <clears throat> like, I get it, but a year and a half out, man. Like, I don't know, man. It, like, one of my favorite things that. <laughs> someone like Nintendo does like sometimes they'll re they'll announce a game and a release date and it'll be like six months out where you know mm -hmm. there's a good chance it's not going to get delayed and then right in the case of a game like uh Xenoblade Chronicles 3 or whatever like that JRPG series that they do they announced the release date and then ended up moving it up by like a month or two <laughs> so like yeah, it can be done. I yeah. mean, look at Elden Ring. I, I, I hate to compare Elver, everything to Elden Ring, but they didn't give anything until it was like, what, about mm, six months out when they said January? Yeah. Maybe, they, a little, maybe a little sooner. Yeah. And then they delayed it by exactly one month yep. for tuning, which yep. is fine. You know, one month, if, if somebody were to tell, if, if Microsoft were to come out and say, hey, look, we're going to release it on 12, 11, 22, right? Nobody would give a shit. They'd be like, oh, cool. That's fine. Right. But 
Yeah, now it's, it's just, just a, I don't know. a nebulous first half of the year 2023, exactly. which I'm fine. Don't tell me it's going to be March 2023 just to then, you know, pull the rug out from under me and say, ah, it's going to be late. You know, like whatever right. it is you guys <clears throat> got to do, I just want it to be a good game. And I want, you know, the employees well-being to be, you know, kept in mind. Exactly. Yeah, uh, that's just paramount, man. Yeah, man. Um, So, yeah, it is a bummer. It, what's funny is. You texted me. You texted me two things, and I responded to the second thing and didn't even see the screenshot of the delay announcement that you texted me. So then, like two mm-hmm. hours, I saw two hours later, I saw it on social media and sent it to you. And you were like, "Somebody didn't see my first text message this morning." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I saw that first thing in the morning, and I was just like, "Eh, yeah." not surprised yeah that's the thing while it was a bummer it wasn't really a surprise because it seems like i was and it's hard to tell like you know i definitely know there are more reliable sources for for information like this but in the week or two leading up to them announcing the delay it seemed like i was seeing some stuff talking about like you know Ex Bethesda developer says that Starfield is in a pretty rough shape the last time they saw it and stuff like that, right? So, mm-hmm. whatever it takes, man, make it good. I don't yeah. want this to be Cyberpunk 2077 Volume 2 as far as putting out a game before it's ready or Battlefield 2042. You know, like there's oh my gosh, there's yeah. a lot of examples of when this has gone wrong. The, the Grand Theft Auto Remastered Collection or whatever that's called. <laughs> um mm-hmm. yep Ugh. so yeah i um i do wonder like i i do hope obviously i don't think microsoft is going to be in the position to have like a marquee triple a title released this year but i'm hoping in june mm-hmm. next month um when they have their xbox showcase that they've announced that they will at least have something for the <clears throat> the back half of this year um hey i'll say to. this Dark Tide, the Warhammer game is mm-hmm. is is scheduled for September, and if that holds, I mean it's it's not totally console exclusive. It'll no. also be on PC, which is good for us because I I'm hoping there's crossplay. But yeah, um, <clears throat> that's a game I'm really excited about personally. But it's not like I don't know if you would even call that like a AAA title, um, but it's it's close to one at least. Their last game was was pretty good. Vermintide too. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I don't think we'll get Stalker this year, right? Right. More I, than likely that yeah. one's that one's next year. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of a tough year for, for Microsoft in that regard. But at some point, they're going to start getting their exclusives moving out. Yeah. You know, we got to remember that Bethesda was a recent acquisition. And, and look, man, the effects of COVID are still being felt in, in the video game. Mm-hmm industry man like uh, it's it's a thing you know um yep. it's absolutely and a thing they're eventually going to get to release um the uh, the hell hellblade 2 yes i don't know when but that, that, is that whenever good. that game comes out that's going to be like a really marketable sell for them you know that is strictly xbox nice and uh 
I'm looking forward to to that stuff. I mean, what do we even have with PlayStation? I know we've got God of War, of course. Well, God of War is supposedly coming out this year. They, you know, and and people associated with it definitely seem pretty confident in that. But uh, you know, there is no solid release date for that. Um, right. I do, and like you know, I would say it probably stands a better chance of coming out this year as opposed to so Starfield, but there's once again, there's always the chance that it gets delayed too, you know, um, <laughs> that, and that is absolutely a game to look forward to this year. You know, absolutely. I'll be <laughs> very excited for that. Same here. Um, the, uh, big time, if anything is going to challenge Elden ring now for game of the year, it's that I was thinking possibly Starfield for the record. I think Elden ring has locked up game of the year, no matter if Starfield had come out this year and God of War, but um, I was looking forward to seeing what those games have, and hopefully we get at least the one, you know, God of War, yeah. which I'm really looking forward to. Man, if if they pull Starfield off, I could see it competing, for me personally, for Game of the Year, because totally. it's, you know, that's kind of my jam. It's sci-fi. You know, I love Bethesda games as it is, even with the jank, like... Like you're saying, when you go into a, a, a Bethesda game on release day, especially, you go in kind of expecting a bit of jank. Um, right. And then, you know, there's patches and stuff and, you know, they'll fix one thing and then it breaks another thing type of deal. So, <laughs> yeah, that's never bothered me. And I mean, I really, really love the Fallout games and Skyrim. Mm -hmm. Um you know, I never really played Morrowind. I know um, oh. a lot of people love that game, Morrowind. Josh Hargis, but uh... Morrowind <laughs> is my favorite elders, Elden, Elder. <laughs> it's 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 okay, man. Elder Scrolls, yeah, Elder that's Scrolls. It. Not the Elden Scrolls. Oh my God, Elder Ring. That's the collab we need, Bethesda and from yeah. Elden Scrolls. Oh <laughs> but uh, so I'm I'm really looking forward to what they do. Uh, a, a whole new kind of IP. New engine, and, or at uh, least heavily upgraded engine, finally. Whew, <laughs> that engine that they were using, man, like, they, it just seemed like it was that old broken down car that you, you spend more money fixing than you would be able, to, than you would, like, getting a new car. You know what I mean? Like, it's time to move <laughs> that's on. That's a good analogy. <laughs> that's a really good <laughs> analogy, actually. Yeah. Just um, fucking bust busted coolant line and cracked head gasket yeah <laughs> it's hard to turn the wheel because all the power steering fluid is leaked out into your driveway and shit yeah, all the tires all of them have slow leaks <laughs> yeah slow leaks and all the tires and they're brand new so you don't know what it what the problem is the passenger side seat looks like a dalmatian it's got so many cigarette burn holes in it like it's just bad um so you know what uh obviously you do you know this but you know what i have been doing uh in regards to gaming because buddy let me tell you the elden ring come down was harsh i gotta tell yeah. you man and i know the exact moment that i had the last time i had this feeling where i was like fuck it's over and that was mass effect 2 oof and man, that's high praise for me coming from you. Yeah, Mass uh, Effect Two is my Mass favorite Effect. game of all time. Nice, great game. Um, so the Elden Ring come down was hard, but 
the Monday after I beat Elden Ring, I'm sitting in the office working and an email comes through and it says, your Steam Deck is ready for purchase, baby. Oh, boom. Man, was I excited. Couldn't get in there and spend my uh, Steam wallet gift card balance fast enough to get this thing to me. <laughs> and so I ordered it that Monday. It shipped out by that Wednesday, and I had it by Saturday afternoon. So, you know, not that long to get here. That's pretty sweet, yeah. And uh, we are going to do, I, I foresee us doing a dedicated Steam Deck episode once you get yours. Um, yeah, one of these days. It can't be too much longer. No, nah, man. I would think until I get I get the email. We're um, still waiting. What you need to do is is like go to the Steam Deck page, right, and sign in with the username and password, and it'll tell you like your reservation slot and stuff. It won't tell you what day it's coming, but you know just to right. double check to make sure you're still in quarter two. Because I have seen some people say like. Mine got moved from quarter two to quarter three. I don't think that's going to be the case for you, considering when it you pre it. But it might be worth checking, we, just so you know. Yeah, I'll, I will. She has checked. Uh, you know, I, I had to use my wife's Steam account because right. she weirdly had one for the Settlers of Catan, and I don't have one. At least it, it's been dormant since the Half-Life 2 days, I guess. But. <laughs> Sheesh. Um, so we have to check hers and, and she does she checks it to make sure that checks her steam account but I, we might need to just check the specific steam deck page yeah i don't think we've done that, you so. should definitely do that so how do you like it how do you like it i think it's pretty fucking cool man like so once they started shipping right i joined the steam deck subreddit and there are what I would call that that steam that subreddit is full of what I would call power users of the Steam Deck, and they're talking about all this different shit they're getting running and workarounds. And I was a little worried because I didn't necessarily I wasn't looking for something that I'm constantly going to be tinkering with and stuff, right? Um. That's something I'll get to eventually. Like as of as it is right now, all I have done have downloaded Steam games from my library that are compatible and bought a couple of games that are compatible and just played them out of the box, you know, with no tweaking whatsoever. Um, mm -hmm. Eventually, I will, you know, probably install Windows and get into checking out how to do emulation and all that stuff because I'm definitely interested in it, but I just haven't really had the time. Like, if I've mm -hmm. got time to mess around with the Steam Deck, I kind of just want to play a game. And man, buddy, I got to say, it's cool. Um, the interesting thing is, is like, <clears throat> just because, this is something I've noticed for me personally, just because a game in the Steam Deck store doesn't say it's playable or verified, doesn't necessarily mean it won't run on the Steam Deck. And here's a good example of that is Monster Hunter Rise, right? Mm -hmm. I was kind of looking through the Steam store trying to find some games that like you, me, Nick, and Jeff could play together now that we'll, you know, because they're on PC. Now we can find something that's, you know, not cross-play that isn't available on console. You know, I, I had a very particular set of um like filters I was looking for, mm -hmm. right? 
And I figured, oh man, it might be kind of fun to fuck around in Monster Hunter Rise. That's the one that came out on Switch a little while ago and now is out on PC. I never got it on Switch. And so I go to find it in the store and it doesn't say it's verified. It says it's it doesn't say it's playable. And I was like, I can't see how a PC port of a Nintendo Switch game couldn't run on the Steam Deck. So I took a risk, bought it and downloaded it. It was on sale. And it runs perfectly. Like you know, a couple minutes after downloading it, I was in, I was running around, I was hunting monsters, as the name implies, you know? So, um, I've run into that a little bit, where, like, just because it says it's not, and and obviously you can go on to, like, the Steam Deck subreddit and search the title of a game, and there's a good chance that someone has posted, like, hey, does this run? Right. Um, and now, not, and, and then... Games that say they're playable, not always the best experience, right? So I've got a good example of that. Star Wars The Old Republic is the currently running Bioware-developed Star Wars MMO, right? I'm a big fan of it. And, and like, the idea of playing an MMO on this tiny fucking portable PC fucking fascinates me, my dude, right? So... It's, I download it. It's on Steam. Like, you know, I've already got an account. It wasn't necessarily active. Um, but it's free to play. So I was like, well, before, you know, I give them the 15 bucks a month to have the paid account, let me get into the game and try to play it and see how it is on the Steam Deck. And the answer was not great. Yikes. The answer was not great. Um, now, granted, when the dock is out and I can hook a mouse and keyboard up to it and hook it up to a TV, that's a different thing, right? But playing on the Steam Deck itself, and, and this, once again, could be me not doing the tinkering needed to get it running well. So that's also something to keep yeah, in mind. Yeah, it, it just seems like a tough thing to pull off on a controller like that. I don't know. Well, um, people are FF14 getting... FF14 was able to do it, so yeah, and I people. People have been playing Final Fantasy XIV on the Steam Deck, and let me tell you, does that fucking fascinate me? And I, I'm resisting the urge to not start up my account again. Like I'm, I'm trying to wait until all of you guys get the FF14 itch again, and then maybe I'll do it that way. But honestly, yeah. what I'll probably end up doing it is playing it on my PlayStation Five. You know, like, but <clears throat> like just the idea, man, of having this fucking portable PC that uh, I could put into a backpack and take on vacation or something and be able to play an MMO, man, that's fucking cool. So Yeah, that's very cool. Um, like I said, we'll get into more detail and talk about how it feels to play it and like, you know, all that stuff once you get yours. But I just thought yeah. real quickly I would mention that I um, have been playing uh, – around with the steam deck <laughs> why don't you give me um a few words on monster hunter rise it's cool man i haven't played it a lot um it's really cool like i i have long wanted to get into a monster hunter game and it seems right. like Same here one of those games that would be a lot more fun if you got into it with friends right so totally um our buddy nick downloaded it shout out nick who was on the uh, elden ring episodes um, we haven't the, had a chance. Death, 
Nicholas, the deathbed companion. The deathbed companion. Um, <laughs> so uh, I haven't messed around with it a ton. I was kind of going to wait until you got your Steam Deck and then maybe we could all really dive into it, you know? Um, yeah, but it's cool. Great. And it ran silky fucking smooth on the Steam Deck, buddy. And I have to I'd imagine to that. that it ran at least a little better and looked a little better than the Switch version because the Switch hardware is, you know, showing its age. Um, right. Real quick. Here's... Yeah, because I've, I've, I've... Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, real quick, here's the games I have tried out so far in the Steam Deck. Okay. Uh, the Final Fantasy VI Pixel Remaster, Fire mm. Pro Wrestling World, still can't mm. get my head around fucking Fire Pro, Loop Hero... <laughs> which is a game I've been dying to play since it, it, since it had its sort of hyped up period. Um, when was it? Last year? Yeah. Um, it works really well. Uh, Monster Hunter Rise, Super Robot Wars 30, Star Wars Empire at War, and I, <laughs> I have a funny story about this. Um, so I read, you mentioned Warhammer, right? Mm-hmm. And there was an article, I believe, on Kotaku about the latest Warhammer game that just released. And the guy who wrote the article described it as XCOM meets Warhammer 40K. And I was like, well, that sounds fucking cool to me. I'm going to file the name of this game away. And this weekend, when I fire up the Steam Deck, I'm going to see if it's compatible and I'm going to get it. So I start up the Steam Deck yesterday. I'm like, oh, yeah, I want to check out that Warhammer game. What was it called? I can't remember. So I, I just go into the store and type Warhammer. There's too many goddamn Warhammer games, my dude. Like, it is one of the most <laughs> yeah. used licenses in PC gaming, it seems. Holy shit. Um, but I eventually figured it out. It's, <laughs> all right, Warhammer 40K Chaos Gate Demon Hunters. Is the name nice. of the game. That's a mouth. That's a mouthful. Yeah, um, I didn't get around. Didn't get a t chance to mess around with it because by the time I figured out what it was and purchased it and downloaded it, like it was Halo time. It was Halo night time, and mm -hmm. I was ready to do that. Um, speaking of Halo, what do you think of this uh, second season we're in now officially in Halo Infinite? Eh, it's a mixed bag. Yeah. Uh, on on one hand, I'm happy to play Halo with you guys again. Me too. Which it's always a good time. But <coughs> they we jumped in during an event that uh, has like a special ten levels that if you're not familiar with Halo, you know you have a battle pass you can unlock. But every now and again, you have special events that have their own kind of unlocks. Right. And to do the event unlocks, they have special challenges that correspond with a new game type that right. they're so, doing. For instance, um, last season, in the first season of Halo Infinite, the, the special event pass was for the Yoroi armor, the samurai-inspired stuff. Right. That and, one was like 30 and, levels. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a big one. That was their in, initial one. I think they wanted to make a big dent with that one. But it was weird because the game type was Fiesta. Right. And Fiesta is, is okay. It's it's like you spawn in with random weapons. Mm -hmm. Everybody just gets random weapons and it's just chaos. And I didn't understand how that related to Samurais, but no. I guess, it, you know, I was probably trying to stretch too far with that. But 
the the most recent one was kind of like a weird battle royale type of deal yeah it's called last um, spartan standing it's their attempt at doing something like a battle royale right it's like 12 players i think you each get five lives five or six lives something like that yeah and um once you lose them all you're you're done and you can either stick around and watch people duke it out or you can you can leave now this is all well and good um but i like playing halo with my friends <laughs> so it was a real bummer for me to yeah. just kind of have to grind out all these challenges by myself because and weirdly you know, we enough play that weirdly enough right how you said like you didn't see how fiesta lined up with the samurai thing like i would almost see if you wanted to do an event pass and a special game type that matched up with samurai you would do like team swords where everybody just have right. swords or something like mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. um and the 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 theme of the second battle pass for halo infinite is lone wolves right so, in a weird way, Last Spartan Standing does kind of make sense in regards to this current season. But, man, okay, so, you know, we all finished up our, our last season pass, right? Our last battle pass. Then Elden Ring yes. came out, and we took a good two months off of Halo. And the whole time we were saying, we'll go back to Halo when the next season starts, right? So, they released mm -hmm. the next season. Buddy, you know, that Friday morning I get up and I buy the battle pass and I'm ready. I'm like, we're getting back into Halo. I'm ready. And then, you know, I see, oh, cool. There's an event going on, right? Um, mm -hmm. And to then get on and be like, oh, shit, the group's all here. Oh, we can't play this special event together. That is a bummer. Yeah, um, it's a bummer. And the, uh, the the rewards were were okay, kind of cool. Yeah, I made the joke about how like the ultimate reward, it looks like the thing you look through at the eye doctor when they're like, is number one clear? Yeah, or is number two clear? When you get your eyes tested. Oh, number three, number four. That's like the the ultimate reward is one of those you get to put on your your face ma face helmet <laughs> face helmet uh, your helmet, and uh, I don't know whatever. But I wanted to do it. The FOMO is real with those events because they don't come back. So well, sometimes I mean, obviously the Samurai one came back. That one, that one did. Yeah, um, but I don't think they've repeated any of the other ones. No, and we actually did miss out on on an event while we were away, but it's okay. Like, yeah, can't complete them all. Um, mm -hmm. Overall, I think the Battle Pass is probably, in terms of value, better than the first one because it's not as many like you know of the consumables the the xp right. boosts and stuff and they actually do give you a little bit of the store currency as you yep. progress through the pass and there is some cool stuff in there i think there was more armor items and and paint jobs and emblems and shit in the first battle pass that i liked more than this one you see what i'm saying i think there was more in the first battle pass than i liked like there's some stuff yeah. towards the end of this one that I think is really cool and I'll be stoked to get, but it's not like, I feel like with the first battle pass, as I was going, I was like, Oh fuck. Yeah. I unlocked, you know, this helmet I was looking forward to. Um, mm -hmm. now I do think last Spartan standing is a decent game mode and good on them for coming up with something a little different. I don't like mm -hmm. it though. Like I, it's not my, <laughs> I'm terrible at it. <laughs> 
uh it's I, yeah i'm not great i'm not great at it i don't mind the mode it's so much i just hated being forced to play it so much because of <clears throat> the event but you know doing one or two here and there is not a big deal for me like it, it was still kind of fun yeah with that said i'd still so much rather do what we did after that last night like you and will and i just jumped into some we we went three and oh i think yeah and then i went to bed we won a, a capture the flag and oddball and then a team slayer i want to say maybe <clears throat> buddy we, we were dominated. on fire last night yeah i had a killing frenzy at one point you which sure was like my, one of one of my first times with that all with the cinder shot baby and you know me we were on that launch pad uh, uh, level, and as soon as I spawn in and I see that ghost sitting in there, it's time for mayhem. <laughs> the ghost is yep. my favorite fucking video game vehicle of all time, and watch out if I get on the sticks of that ghost. Ooh. Watch out, opposing that's a good, team. That's a, that's a good episode idea. We'll do that in the future. Best video vehicles in video yes. games. Yes, yes. Um, I think that's a really good well, idea. A lot of them will be Halo we know for what... me. We know it's going to be on the top of your list, but yeah. it's cool. We, we'll still have other stuff to talk about. Um, but yeah, man, you, when you get on that ghost, it's it's hilarious to me because you've been doing this shit since the Halo 3 days Yep. where like you'll just jump on the ghost at the beginning and I'll just be running around doing my thing. You know, I'll notice your name pop up in the kill feeds after a while. And then after like eight or nine minutes, I notice you're still getting kills with a ghost. Yep. <laughs> just like, you still have that thing? And you're like, yeah. yep. And it'll be all beat up and sparking and stuff. And I, I like, I I kept the same ghost in that capture or no? What it wasn't capture the flat. Actually, it, that no. one was just like, uh, that one was just a team slayer, wasn't it? Maybe it was. It was. I think that one was the, the last team slayer we did. I think you're right. Yeah, I kept that same ghost for pretty much the whole game. Like there was this mm -hmm. moment where I was driving and like the overshield spawned or whatever. And I was like, okay, keep an eye on that. You know, enemy might try to go get overshield. And, and like, I'm, I do a couple of loops, I splatter a couple of guys. And then I see the overshield is still there. And so I say to myself, self, you should probably go pick that up. Like, is it goofy to have the overshield while you're riding the ghost? Probably, but it at least keeps it out of the enemy's hands. If nobody on your team exactly. is going to go get it. So I yep. skirt, pull up to get the uh, overshield, hop off, grab the overshield, and turn around. And in less than two seconds, the rando on our team has stolen my ghost from me. And randos, man. And I was this like, why I hate playing with randos. I put this on Nick, by the way. Yeah, where Not the hell were you, Nick? <laughs> you better show up tonight, or I'm going to be quite grumpy. Grumpy. Um, yeah, man, me too. All right, so. One of our bigger complaints towards the end of us completing the first battle pass in Halo was we got tired of playing the same maps, right? We did. And now we got a couple new maps. There's the big map <laughs> that the last Spartan standing is on. I assume that probably shows up in big team battle and, you know, other game types. Um, and then can I just can I hold on? Can I just say we, we didn't finish the ghost story because you stole it back from him, oh. which was just as funny. Yeah, I, I forgot. <laughs> so so I, so I'm like, this dude stole Same my ghost. ghost. Yeah. And then like I'm running around and I'm killing folks, you know, keeping my streak going. And then I see this dude do something very similar to what I did. He stops <laughs> and then he gets off the ghost to go grab the cinder shot. Now, to me. 
even goofier than picking up the overshield and getting back on a ghost is picking up a power weapon and then getting back on the ghost. And then so the go I was like, well, it has already been established how we do these these things. You get off the ghost for any fucking amount of time, someone is welcome to grab it. So I grabbed it and the dude started shooting at me. They're shooting at you. <laughs> oh God, I hate Oh man. man. Oh. This is why I hate playing with randos. My favorite. You, either get, you get something like that or the guy who's bitching about the fact that we won't call use our call oh, signs or whatever. That's, that's the exact story I was going to tell. So the first weekend we played, we're playing a Slayer on, I can't even remember. The, it's the, it's the, the map. It, was the, it wasn't the same map? No. Oh, no, it was the, the greenhouse map. Aquarius, yes. Yep, Aquarius, yeah. Um, and... It's me, you, and Will, and Arando, right? And we're doing pretty good. And this guy, probably playing on PC because he's he's typing. He's uh, the Rando on our team is chatting, and he goes, "Hey, before you die, make sure to uh, mark where the enemies are, like tag, because you can hit up on your uh, D pad, and it'll like put a tag on the screen for your teammates, right?" And I just, I'm like, God, shut up, dude. You fucking sweaty. So instead of like (laughs) being real shitty, I just responded no in the chat. Well, because he he said it several times, didn't he? Yeah. He said it two or three times. No. And then I just said no. And then he didn't say anything. And then I was fighting this dude and I turned around to run and I got caught on the wall. It happens to all of us in Halo. You know what I mean? Unless yeah. you're fucking... <laughs> happens to me multiple times a match. Are you kidding me? <laughs> and the unfortunate thing is the shitty rando saw it happen. And he goes, ha, ha, ha. You got caught in the wall. Never play ranked. <laughs> and I said, or he said, uh, stay out of ranked. And I said, no. I just responded, no, again. <laughs> and then... Like, oh, you knew that second no really fucking tickled his tits, burned his butthole a little bit because then he said the neck neck beard flared. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. His neck. You know, like when they say the Grinch's heart grew three sizes that day, his neck beard like grew three inches that day. (laughs) Um, And then he said, lame ass Star Wars fan, because my. You know, my handle has a Star Wars reference in it. Surprise, surprise. And I just said, mm-hmm. I hit him with the third no. <laughs> oh. Boy, you know he was mad. He didn't say anything else in that chat for the rest of the match. He realized he wasn't going to win that one. <laughs> you had established the rules early on. <laughs> and the rules are no. No. <laughs> so oh. in a way, like... I hate playing with randos, but in a way, it's kind of funny because we get stories like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, it, and it, 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 they do. You make remember for the rando, uh, the rando in Dead by Daylight when we <laughs> we all had our beach outfits on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the rando was like, "Man, I feel like I uh, I'm out of place here. I need to go go to the store." <laughs> yep. Yeah, man, yeah. that was one of my favorite things we would do back in dead by daylight is like coordinate our team outfits like oh we're all going out in our summer outfits or whatever yeah Yeah. oh man i can't wait one of these days we're gonna fire that thing back up and jeff and nick we're gonna we're gonna jump back in yeah yeah happier days rob rob to play with us man that would be although he's he's still playing elden ring he's 
He's on playthrough two. Did you hear anything from him about our Elden Ring episodes? I know he hits you up occasionally. No, uh, uh-uh. I'm sure he listened to him and enjoyed him, but well, uh, shout out Rob. He'll probably hit him up soon. Yeah, he he listens. Good dude. Rob is a good dude. That dude makes me laugh, laugh. Yeah, laugh. man, he's, he's funny. So funny, hilarious dude. <laughs> um, so uh, Halo. You know, I'm glad to be playing Halo again. <sighs> we got six months to finish this battle pass again. I'm sure I'll get through it. Like that's the thing. If, Definitely. If the release of these $10 battle passes every six months or, or whatever is what keeps us coming back occasionally and playing halo. I'm all about it, man. Cause at this yeah, point I, we've I played, we've played more halo three than or, or halo infinite than any halo game we played online since halo three. So, like, we've played more Infinite than Reach, more than 4, more than 5, you know. And, and not that right. we didn't would, play a good bit of those. Right. We, we we started weirdly to play a decent bit of 5 before yeah. Infinite came out. And we did play a lot of Reach. Although, I think you're right that we, we've played a lot more Infinite than we have. Yeah, we, and, we probably played more Infinite than Halo 3, to be completely honest. Oh, buddy. I, think. I, um, I, I don't know, man. Because... At least for me personally, for for like a year and a half, I only owned two games on my 360, and that was Halo 3 and, and Mass Effect. Like, mm. so Fair I played enough. a lot yeah. of Halo 3. That's for me personally. And then, right. like, that Halo 3 is the only game I can think of that that comes close to the dedication and intensity that we had to an online game like dead by daylight because dead by daylight had a hell of a run man a man. hell of a run with us months and months <laughs> yeah like maybe <laughs> eight months straight dead by daylight that was is the what weekend. we played yeah. yeah yeah that took over after ff14 right Mm-hmm. it sure did like ff14 was our first kind of getting back together and playing this. games yep. yeah and then dead by daylight years then halo man what's next what's what's the next game that's going to capture our fancy like that you know i don't know man that's a good question i do want to i don't think i don't think it's going to be the one but i really do want to play some tiny tina's uh wonderlands with with the four of us we're going to do that all i'm waiting on is the sale the sale same same something i wanted to talk about on the show that you and i were talking about the other day and and this is the perfect segue for that is I feel like I, I'm not saying I've conquered the demon, but I feel like I've gotten a better handle on the demon of buying too many games that I'm never going to finish. I you totally I mean? agree, man. I am Something, just, some, some switch has finally flipped. Yeah. Like, uh, and, and you know what? I, I credit Elden Ring for it in a lot of ways because having that game be so good and be being something that I wanted to be so dedicated to that nothing else could pull me away from like hell they put out a new star Wars game and I was like, well, I got to be Elden ring first before I get that. Right. Yeah. I was really impressed with your dedication to Elden ring in that situation. Um, So like, yeah, it was one of those situations where just focusing on that game and, and beating it and whatnot, like felt really nice. Um, I'm, I'm in a bit of a, like a limbo state right now as as far as what I'm going to be playing when we're not playing Halo, but what I'm not doing is going and, 
uh, buying a bunch of games and messing around with them. Because, like, man, I'm a sucker for a video game sale. A digital video game sale is bad news for me, my dude. No, it um, really is. And me, for me as well. <laughs> what was the game? <laughs> you know? What's the game that you mentioned? Like, back in the day, I would have been all over it on release date. Um, it's a PlayStation exclusive. Oh, uh, Ghostwire Tokyo. Yes. Yes. You were like, yeah, I would have been all over that. Um, definitely. <laughs> and, and now I'm just like, eh, I'll wait till it goes on sale. And yep. I, the same thing with the Xbox, you know, the games I'd buy on that, like Far Cry 6. We've talked about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At this point, I could buy Far Cry 6 for probably 20 bucks. Yep. And, yeah, those, uh, and at those, some point, I probably will play through it, but I haven't yet. Yeah, same here. And and really, the one I'm waiting for, waiting to go on sale is Tiny Tina, because I would, I do think that would be fun for like me, you, Jeff, and Nick, and maybe even Will, if we can get him into it, play to play together. Totally. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, that's uh, and, and that's the thing. Like back in the day, even if I was engrossed in a game like Elden Ring and a Star Wars game came out or. Uh, a new Borderlands game came out. I would have bought it day one, and and and, and I probably yep. would have let it distract me for a couple hours and thought, "Oh, I'll get back to this when I beat Elden Ring or whatever game it was." Right? Yep. And then you know Same. what would have happened? Not n- nothing. I would have finished whatever game I was playing, or I would have gotten distracted by the new game and not finished the old game. And in like it was just phew, a video game backlog is rough. It's rough. Yeah, I mean. Uh... I have an amazing amount of games still on a backlog. Games that I I will never play, you know. <laughs> Probably yeah. games that I'm never going to touch that I bought. And yeah, I'm trying trying to avoid those those days now and yeah. just the waiting for this sale thing I think is is the smart thing for me. Of course there's still going to be games we get on day 1, you know, don't get me wrong. Right. There's uh that'll still happen, but I'm just going to be a lot more selective about those now. Yeah. You know? I feel the same way. And you know what else I credit with this is Game Pass. Game Pass is mm-hmm. Game Pass is perfect for in that mood where where I'm in that mood where I'm like, eh, I don't want to play whatever I've been playing. I want to check out something new. Well, I can go look on Game Pass and for free ninety nine, well, te- you know, <laughs> like for yeah, for no in ad- your monthly Yeah, for no additional cost, I can download a really cool game. And it might be something that I wouldn't have tried out before. But since it's on right. Game Pass, I can try it out and fuck around a little bit and then decide whether it's for me or not. And I don't know, man. I, I do like that. I, I do think Game Pass has helped. Um, I, I completely agree. I mean, what, there's no downside. If the game isn't, isn't for you, mm-hmm. you just quit and delete it. You know, yeah. it, 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 you're literally out nothing. And uh, th- there's so many games on there that there's going to be something that appeals to everybody. Yeah, you know? man. Kids. Yeah. Girls, boys, whoever. Uh, genre, like every genre pretty much represented, you know, like yep. it's, it's really cool. And, and like, I would much rather, even though I, you know, I have my Game Pass paid up through almost 2025 or some shit because I do those Microsoft rewards points and I cash those in for three months of Game Pass Ultimate at a time. Um, even with that, like even if I was paying the 
15 bucks a month or whatever for Game Pass. I would rather pay that than spend 15 bucks on a single game that's on sale that I may not end up liking or you know what I mean like it's it actually is like I know sometimes I sound like a little bit of an Xbox shill or a super Xbox fanboy but it's it's a really good value for the the cost versus the value that you get I think is a pretty easy decision if you're someone who you know, if you're someone who has, you know, your video game console and you get Call of Duty and Madden every year, then Game Pass might not be for you. But if you're someone that likes to fuck around and play a bunch of different games and see what sticks, it's perfect, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so another thing that happened while we were, uh, since we've we've talked about this kind of stuff, is uh, Square sold off essentially all of their Western developers um Mm -hmm. so that includes you know like and 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 ips so that includes shit like um uh tomb raider deus ex legacy of kane um you know the studios that made marvel's the avengers and guardians of the galaxy they basically just got rid of all of them right um for 300 million dollars which I know that's a shit ton of money. Like, I'm not saying it isn't, but I'll be damned if after these crazy acquisitions we've been seeing uh, proposed or, or, you know, in the process of going through, I was like, damn, only 300 million, huh? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, um, seems low. It was uh, bought by a, um, a company called Embracer Group. Embracer Group is this, sort of like Swedish video game holding company that spawned out of the disillusion of THQ back in the day. Um, and they have um, been slowly do- doing this sort of thing where they've been buying up things like that. Um, like, did, wasn't it Gearbox that they bought not that long ago? Mm, that sounds familiar, yeah. Um, and... The one thing I would say is like, maybe now we will get some of these licenses, like some of these games, these franchises might be resurrected. Thief was also part of this deal. The last Thief game was awful. So hopefully if they bring Thief back, they do it in a good way. Um, And it wasn't very long before this buyout was announced that the company crystal dynamics that makes the newer tomb raider games announced that they were working on a new one being built in unreal engine five so sheesh unreal engine five man yeah i am um crazy i think that could end up being pretty cool i i thought the three newest tomb raider games were really solid so yeah, I never um, played the third one. I played the hell out of the first one, beat mm-hmm. it. I think I 100%ed it. And then couldn't get through the second one. It was starting to get like a little bit of bloat yeah. at that point, I feel like. So, but uh, they the engine of those games really solid, and I thought that they were generally good games. So I'm looking I, forward to seeing what they do. Absolutely. like I liked that first Tomb Raider reboot, or whatever you want to call it, so much that I played it on the 360, 100%ed it. And then after I got my Xbox One, you know, in the early days of there not being many Xbox One games to play, backwards compatibility wasn't a thing yet. They released the Tomb Raider 
definitive edition or whatever for ne- the quote unquote next gen consoles. I bought it again and hundred percented it again on the Xbox One. I really liked nice. that game. Yes, good game. <laughs> um, so what I'm hoping is that they take some of these franchises because the relationship with Square and their Western studios or developers or whatever always seemed a little shitty. If I'm going to be completely honest with you, where every time there was like a financial report or or you know they had like a uh, investors call, they kind of always took that as a chance to shit on whatever game the Western studio just put out. Like they're like, oh hell. We the we really got fucked over by Tomb Raider or Guardians of the Galaxy or whatever it might be, um, the Avengers, Deus Ex is a good one. Like you know they put out the second of the new Deus Ex games. It didn't perform to their standards, and we have not gotten any more Deus Ex games since. Right. So yeah, I'd like to see those franchises make a return. Yeah, me too, man. I would love it. I want to see. The big one for me is Legacy of Kane. Bring that back because you could do yeah. something really fucking cool with that. I think. Agreed. It's been a while. It has That's been a, cool a long time. Like, let me look. I'm gonna look it up while you vamp a little bit. Um, Wasn't it like I want to say like the Dreamcast was the last um, Legacy of Kane game we had? Maybe. Okay. But uh, I wonder if if Babylon's Fall will be brought back didn't we hear that that game had maybe one player on steam at one point yeah that's the square <laughs> enix platinum joint um i know <laughs> okay oh my goodness so one let, player dude one single player and you know he's we were ta- joking around like oh what if he is like the most badass like <laughs> babylon's fall player on the planet and he's just alone. <laughs> that sounds like one of those. What's the anime? What's the genre of anime where someone uh, like either dies or gets sucked into an online MMO? Isekai. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like the, the fucking um, sounds like the the plot of one of those animes. Sure does. <laughs> um, OK, so here it, the the games we got in uh, the Legacy of Cain series is. Blood Omen Legacy of Kane in 1997. Then in PlayStation two, 1? Uh, yeah, I believe PlayStation 1 and PC. Uh, yes. Okay. PlayStation and Microsoft Windows. Legacy of Kane Soul Reaver in 1999 for PlayStation, Windows, and Dreamcast. Soul Reaver 2 in 2000. Wait, hold on. 2001. Um, PlayStation 2 ported to Windows later. There we go. Um, Blood Omen 2 in 1999. Um, it came out on PlayStation 2, Xbox, Microsoft Windows, and GameCube. And then Legacy of Kane Defiance was released in 2003. PlayStation 2, Xbox, and Microsoft Windows. That seems to be the last um, sort of mainline single-player entry. And that came out in 2003. So that's 19 years since we've had a Legacy of Kane game, um, and then I guess I wonder how those were received. I don't. I never played any of the PlayStation Two ones. I definitely played Blood Omen Two because I was always a Kane guy. Like you, you know, you had um, 
shit, what was the guy's, the main character of Soul Reaver? Was his name like Raziel or some shit like that? I think so. All I can remember is Kane, though, because he was yeah. my dude as well. Yeah, so like, I definitely played Legacy of Kane Blood Omen. I definitely played Soul Reaver 1 and 2. Never beat those. Those were solely rental games for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but a bot Blood Omen 2 where you played as Kane again. And I remember thinking it was okay. Um, And then I guess they were working on a game called Nosgoth um, that was in development in 2013 that was a multiplayer game um, that was going to be set in the Legacy of Cain universe. Um, It began open beta in 2015 and the game officially shut down its servers in May of... 2016 so apparently that did not go very far but i'm saying of all this shit bring legacy of kane back man for real yeah i would i would play it i definitely would play it man i think it's probably well, it might not even wait for that one to go on sale <laughs> hell no man hell no man hell no you know that's a thing where okay it's been 19 years since your last uh, mainline entry, probably time for the reboot, right? Yeah, yeah, probably time. What for if the they? Reboot. What if they just did a flat-out sequel? That would be kind of neat too. <laughs> that would be ballsy. <laughs> what they should do is pull a George Lucas and do prequels that far, that much later, because you know it's like sixteen mm. years in between. Yeah, uh, Return of the Jedi and the Phantom Menace. Um, but. Let's be real. They'll they'll reboot it. <laughs> they'll probably reboot it. And think. and from what I was reading, I I think from what I understand, Embracer Group are big fans of remasters too. So kind of makes me wonder if we might get some of the other titles remastered at some point. I don't yeah, know. if we get some some Blood Omen and Legacy of Cain remasters before we get a Bloodborne remaster, I'm going to be sad. But oh, I don't think that'll that happen. Not that. Bad. I don't know that. I don't happen. either. But- I don't even think the ink has been dry on this deal with Square Enix. And then, man, my fucking nightmare. So Square Enix, they're like, oh, shit, we got $300 million in our pocket. You know what we're going to do with this? And I was like, oh, I know what you're going to do with this, man. You're going to fucking hire a bunch of people and get Final Fantasy VII Remake 2 done quicker. You're going to finish up Final Fantasy XVI. Uh, you're going to you know, give more resources to the Dragon Quest Twelve team. Nah, man. Nah. They came out and they were like, we're going to use this uh, money to explore the blockchain. Fuck me, I oh. guess. <laughs> I think that shit collapsed today. So hopefully, uh, well, hopefully they're. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. I was going to bring up the fact that then this week, I guess crypto and shit took a serious nosedive. And Mm -hmm. then someone in Square came out and said, no, no, man, we're going to explore that in different ways. We're going to use this money to set up other studios and work on our core properties and stuff. They turned around real quick on it. (laughs) Fucking Dogecoin took a shit and they said, Nani. (laughs) (laughs) But like just the nightmare of, of imagining like, the the final fantasy nft game where oh God. every character you get is an nft so i've got like an nft of cloud and shit and like i just, <laughs> i don't know man i don't know i don't know 
I don't know how I would feel about that. That bum me out is how I'd feel about it. I'm pretty sure I know how I would feel, and it would be something that I would want to light on fire. <sighs> How's Star Wars Lego? It's good. Skywalker Saga. It's good, man. I, I'm not super far into it. A Lego game, I enjoy them, and obviously it's Star Wars, so it, it, there's an added level of enjoyment to it. Uh, but it's not a game that I can sit down and play for the same period of time I would play something like Elden Ring or even Halo with you guys. So I'm just sort of slowly making my way through the prequel trilogy right now. I'm playing it in chronological order because you can start at any <clears throat> at any point. Like you can start at uh, the prequel trilogy, the original trilogy, or the sequel trilogy. Uh, it has something ridiculous like 350-something unlockable characters. Um, Sheesh. The redone combat system feels really good. Like it, it, it is definitely more fun to play the combat in this Lego Star Wars game than it was in previous games. Uh, it looks nice enough. You know, you're never gonna be fucking blown away by a Lego game, um, right? And it's fucking Lego humor. Like it's it's cool. Like I dig it. It, will it be my game of the year? No. <laughs> no, it's not going to be my game of the year, but it's nice to get a Star Wars game, you know? And mm-hmm. and uh, hopefully all those poor employees over at TT Games that had to get yeah. that game out after five years and several de- delays are, are getting at least a bonus or something to make it worth it. Because yeah. from what I understand, bonus it's selling quite game. well. Yeah the silver lining yeah um i'll uh i'll report back on that occasionally as i play some more um cool been playing as lego jar jar a little bit it's a good time man oh you know what's <laughs> what's not half bad which it's it's definitely not a feature that's gonna um definitely not gonna be a feature that like people brings people to the game but the space combat and the space flight stuff is is pretty decent too oh cool so well buddy i think that's it for for us grabbing some bags grabbing bags oh, yes random topics nice. we got through a lot of stuff yeah yeah it's good to good to record again you know we're only uh, a couple of weeks from hitting episode 52 which will be a year of doing high potion podcast hell yeah haven't missed a week you know um last week when i was doing uh the blue harvest stream for our seventh anniversary it reminded me that exactly one year before that we had the stream for uh episode 300 of blue harvest and that weekend is when we recorded the first two high potions nice you came over that weekend and we recorded the first two and we held on to them for a while while we got you know uh, a yeah, handful a few built more up. In the bank. Yeah. Um, so it's guys, been a good time, man. Yeah. Heck yeah. Go, went by fast, right? Uh huh. <laughs> Some things have happened since we started recording. Not good ones. Um, hey guys, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, leave us a five star review on iTunes if you haven't already. It really helps us out and every 20 reviews that we get, we do a giveaway of a gift card to your gaming service of choice. Uh, Just ask Neil and Nate. Nate? Nathan. Yeah. 
Um, Tricky's brother. Yeah, I'm having, buddy, the brain, the old mind grapes ain't ain't working like (laughs) they normally are. Um, Follow Steve on Twitter at Stone Cobra. Follow me at Blue Harvest Pod. And follow this here podcast at High Potion Pod. Send us emails. HighPotionPod at gmail.com. And uh, I think that'll do it for us, guys. We'll see you next week. Yeah, it's going to be a cool episode. See you guys then. Bye. Ah!